Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Talking Toast with your girl Chanel. I want to thank you all for tuning in tonight. You could be anywhere, doing anything, listening to anything else, but you're here with me. And for that, I am forever thankful. On tonight's episode, I'm going to be talking about recognizing the real. Recognizing the real person, recognizing the red flags, recognizing yourself, and recognizing the reality of the situation and what it is you want. So I want you to sit back, relax, grab your wine, your juice, your water, or soda, and enjoy tonight's episode. Again, thank you so much for joining me tonight. This is your girl, Chanel, and we're going to get a little gritty tonight. And this gritty isn't just coming from a place of trying to talk about others or bash anybody else or anything of the nature. Really, it is still, of course, coming from a place of experience and a place of recognizing what I needed to do for me that I didn't do, and I'm sharing it with you all so that you all don't make the same mistakes. And I get it. We all have to go through life, learn our lessons and things of that nature. But it's nothing wrong with just being a voice of reason and just saying, hey, before you go and do that, or before you continue to do that, or before you jump the gun without thought, check this out. Some time ago, I had did a episode calling Recognizing the Real on a, one of my older podcasts when I first started this venture. And um, at the time, I was still in the marriage that I'm currently going through the divorce for. And that episode stemmed from some things that I was going through, but at the time, I wasn't ready to put myself out there and what it is I was dealing with or anything. Now I'm doing it again because I want to authentically share or continue to share my story and getting people to just think about the situation that they're in, whether it's a friendship, relationship, jobship, companionship, whatever it is. And really take an account of it, it if it is a situation they want to be in. And if it's not, you got to get out or figure out a way to fix the situation. Now, recently, I've been listening to a lot of um, other speakers, not just motivational speakers. And a lot of them have been more men than women, which I'm glad more men are stepping up to the plate to talk about different situations. And Lord, let me tell you the backlash that they have been getting about speaking up against men is, is crucial. Like I, I just, I don't get it. You know, guys have been calling them simps or weak or what have you. And I've really just been stopping to think, so who you are, in all of your relationships, like seriously, how has that been working out for you? Because 
you may want to take a step back and recognize the real in who you are. Maybe you might need to be more of a simp, as they call them, or you may need to, you know, touch bases with a little bit more of your feminine energy. Like, who wants to be in a relationship where there is always, or maybe not even always, but there's levels of toxicity and levels of just bad energy? Nobody wants to do that. So I don't understand. Well, maybe I do understand. Maybe the men are feeling attacked by another man and don't want to be told about themselves. But the thing of it is, is that it can be reversed to women too. It's just that a guy happens to be talking about a guy, maybe from his perspective or his point of view or whatever the case may be. And men have just not been able to handle it. The funny thing is, I've resonated with a lot of it, not just from terms of being in my own relationships, but terms of watching other people in their relationships, looking at the things that I knew I didn't want in my relationship or things that I didn't want in my life. And listening to this man talk about these things is like, wow, okay, I hear it. Now, how do I attract it? How do I get what I want in a relationship, right? But I also know that I cannot fill the space with someone else just for a friendship or a companionship or a partnership or what have you. Like I have to do the work on me. Um, And that's where it's recognizing who you are. Do you have a bad attitude? Are you able to communicate? You know, are you a good listener? Do you know how to reciprocate the love that you're receiving? Or are you so spoiled? Everything is give me, give me, give me. Are you so used to being the one being in charge that you're treating your partner or whomever like a child? You know, it's taking the time to recognize who you are so that what it is that you want in a relationship or out of life, you can attract it by being centered, right? Um, Everybody doesn't believe in chakras and things of that nature, whether you wholeheartedly believe it or not, or whether you call it by a different name, no matter what you want to be centered, you want to be whole, you want to be in alignment with All of the things that you are trying to attract, whether that is in business, in relationships, in life, with your kids, with your family, whatever the case may be, you want to be in alignment so that you can attract those things. Removing the negative energy, waking up and walking in, waking up and walking in, being grateful and being thankful. Like the fact that you wake up is a blessing. Now, what is it that you can be else that you can be grateful for? You know, I start my day in prayer because I know that I used to wake up. I don't even know why, but I just woke up so frustrated and so just like, ugh, over the day before the day even got started. And I've mentioned before that when I went through my divorce season, I was still married, but I call it my divorce season from the children, from 
at the time, my husband, the whole nine yards. Um, I started to do things that would bring about positive energy, making sure that I had two bottles of water next to the bed, thanking, you know, the water for being right there, cleansing my body, keeping my organs um, functioning properly um, because our bodies is majority water. The more that I did that, I recognized that the energy that I had been attracting was because that was the energy that I was putting out into the world. And my mind was so consumed with focusing on all of the things that I didn't want that I was saying to the universe or or saying and manifesting, bring it, bring it, bring it. And so when I started to change my mindset and recognize all of the things that I was putting out there, I began to start to say what it is that I wanted. I want to have a good day. I want to smile. I want to make other people smile. I want to have a great lunch. I want to be pain free. Even changing the verbiage. I don't I don't want to have a bad day. Turn around, had a whole bad day. <laughs> it was it was recognizing the real and who I am. Doing that also made me recognize the real and what I was giving to my children, what I was putting in this relationship, what I was giving to my job, what I was giving to my craft, to my business, things of that nature. And it took time. I've mentioned before, it wasn't overnight. It was a work in progress. It took some time to really get to that place of being able to wholeheartedly say, okay, these are the things that I want. And this is how my verbiage needs to sound so that I can attract the things that I want. The funny thing is, as I started doing this for myself, my husband at the time was we were becoming more distant. I won't say he was drawing away from me, but I just felt the space between us growing and getting bigger and getting bigger. And again, it was all the things that was happening on the in-between that was really making me realize that this is not where I wanted to be. So again, it was going into recognizing all of the things in the relationship that was not serving me the purpose or it wasn't serving me any good. It wasn't doing anything for me. It wasn't doing anything for the growth that the path that I was really striving to be on. And even now, if it's not serving me, I'm walking away from it. If it's not serving me, I don't want to have anything to do with it. If it's not serving me, I don't want to be a part of it, whether that is a friendship or in a companionship, partnership, job ship, whatever ship that I would be on at that time, if it's not going to help me grow or move me into another place and space, I don't want to have anything to do with it at all. I learned so much about myself in that time frame, and I did it for six months. And then I, you know came back and 
try to, you know, incorporate all of my positive energy into all of these different spaces, whether it was in my home or the marriage or the kids, and I would give them food for thought and pray over them and just ask, you know, for God to have them see what I'm doing and let it resonate with them that they could start this and turn their lives around and have more positive energy about their day, even so much so that making my bed brings me a sense of like peace so that when I come back home, not only is my space clean and my space is clutter free but if I just want to just come home and flop on my bed and relax I can and I don't have a bunch of junk all over the bed oh my gosh even speaking about that now that it's just the kids and I in the house I've been changing the room around and you know cleansing it and getting rid of stuff and you know, bringing in things that I really want and all kinds of stuff. And I have finally found the the feng shui of my room and it feels so good. I even, I got a new pillow topper. Oh my gosh, y'all, my sleep is so peaceful. It feels so good to just get in the bed and not have that heavy negative energy beside me I can stretch out and move around and sleep on all of the pillows or just one space in the bed I can sleep in an X or however it is that I feel and I don't have to have a heaviness beside me oh my gosh if I could tell y'all in in words how good that feels I, I really I hope that you all can feel the smile and the level of joy that I'm hoping that I am exuding because that's what I want to do. I want to exude the inner joy that I have just being able to be in my own space in peace. And I am so thankful and so honored that I started that journey in recognizing the real recognizing the real definitely has saw me through some friendships that really weren't friendships they were kind of like um use me the way that you need and then move around when I serve you no purpose and that's fine because I get it that's the nature of how people operate and you know that is the nature in um in which people will do to um survive you know when you're in survival mode you just go 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 so that you can get to the next space but when you do take the time to step back out of survival mode and really focus on and look at all of the things that are surrounding you The picture begins to change. Seriously, it does. The picture starts to not look so black and white. It starts to have some shades of gray. And then it starts to bring in some color. And then it starts to look so colorful and beautiful. 
in even going through that journey, I've recognized, excuse me, that it was okay to be selfish and not even selfish in a way in which is mean or demeaning to anyone else, um, but selfish where I'm self-full. I am learning to, you know, be at peace with myself and hang out with myself and, and, and love myself. I'm learning to, and I'm still learning. Even though I went through that journey, I'm still learning every day about me. And you should aspire every day to learn a little bit more about yourself. Try new foods, try foods that you've already tried again, because I realize this inner joy that I have has changed my palate a little bit. You know, I'm not drowning in soda and juice all the time. I am drinking more water. I'm not drowning in frustration and despair where my my internal is so thrown off that my palate is like, ugh. I don't want to eat that or I don't like that. I'm finding myself liking foods that I didn't enjoy before. And it's that internal joy. I it, And I'm glad I'm saying this part too, because I realized and I learned along the way that joy is internal and happiness is external. And the re, And some may agree and some may not which is altogether fine because again, I'm always open to like diet, like conversation and having, I was about to say dialect y'all, Lord have mercy, having that conversation um, of open minds and open hearts and, you know, open hands to receive and give a give and take, you know? Um, But for me, I say that joy is internal because that no matter what is going on around me, there's nothing that is going to take my peace because I'm going to protect it. Nothing that crazy is trying to attack me is going to steal what I feel on the inside. But I'm happy when I receive blessings. If, if what I'm saying is making sense. If something's coming my way, It's making me happy or sad and not making me, but I have the feeling of happy or sad. If something's taken away or something is negative, I'm going to feel unhappy, right? And so even if negative something is coming my way and I feel unhappy, I still have joy that I know it's not going to last is going to change. And that is also a part of recognizing the real. Like emotions change, but what you feel on the inside is a constant. And I'm speaking the constant of joy. I mean, you know, you could have a constant negative vibe because you're internalizing your feelings. You're absorbing them and making them personal. You are looking at the situation, making it a part of who you are. It's changing the functionality of your body. Stress kills y'all. Recognizing that you are depressed or under stress or that you, 
when you say, I don't have anything to be grateful for, but you do, you're alive, you know? And I get it. There's also that hormonal or chemical imbalance. So by no means am I negating that at all. What I am saying is when we have conscious choices in our lives that we can make to be full of gratefulness, being thankful, even if you only have $2 in your pocket, that's $2 more than somebody else may not have. You know, I am so thankful that I found that internal joy that when things are even looking sideways crazy it is still all coming together it's still making 100% sense that you know what this situation this current feeling won't last always right Because here's the thing about life as it goes up and down. You're not going to always be happy because there's not going to always be things coming at you that are going to make you feel happy. And and there's not going to always be things coming at you that's going to make you feel sad or mad. What is it that you feel on the inside that's going to be able to help you cope and get through those things? Recognizing that helps you move through each situation as it comes. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, and not that it's like intentional that I don't. I just am not good at auditory. Um, I'm not really good at sitting still, listening and intaking information. But I'm really good at reading. That's the way I learn. I'm really good by doing. So I'm hands-on. I'm I'm visual. And so for me, when someone writes a book about the very thing that's being talked about, I can intake that information. I can take notes. I can set reminders for myself. I can create vision boards, that kind of thing. Vision notebooks, what have you. Um, but there was a podcast that happened to catch my attention. Someone, um, played a couple snippets. I haven't gone back to listen, but what I did learn from a few of those snippets was just what I shared with you that trouble don't last always that that external happiness doesn't last always, which is why It is important to know that other people will bring about a feeling of happiness, but they also can bring about a feeling of sadness and anger and destruction. So it is up to you to recognize how you feel internally. How do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about your life? How do you feel about your actions, your decisions? How do you feel about your finances? How do you feel about your job or your career or your business? It's recognizing the reality and all of that. It's also recognizing whether you have the tools to get through those situations. 
It's not just about that joy. It's also, do you have the life tools in your tool bag to get you through? Because I am a writer. If I am feeling a very particular type of way that I can't necessarily in that moment shake, I'm going to write. I'm going to journal. I'm going to write a poem. I'm going to write down what I'm feeling. I'm going to write down any number of things that come to my mind in that moment so that I can release that negativity and move on. I'm also really good that if I'm just writing down what I'm feeling, that I don't hold on to that piece of paper. I write it down. I write down why I'm feeling it and I burn it. So that those feelings aren't staying with me and that if I should go back through that notebook or through those pieces of paper, I'm not bringing up those old feelings of what I felt in that situation so much so that I won't even talk about it. And I'm getting better personally at not revisiting situations and just literally just being like, whatever, it was in the past. It's nothing I can do about it now. Let me just go on learn from that situation and figure out what to do better the next time or how to be better the next time. I also, you know, realize that sometimes talking to people about a situation can also um, stir up negative feelings. Whew. I've had several situations like that, that I'm talking to someone about something that I'm feeling. They're co-signing what I'm feeling. I don't want to continue to bring about or have negative vibes around me that literally serve me no purpose. That aren't helping my growth, not only as a woman, but as a human being. I only want to continue to be in the best place that I can be at the time and continue to be the best version of me every day. I want to show up and show out as the person that I want people to see and to respect and to know. And I have to consistently have the right people around me. And I have to stay diligent and focused to protect myself. Like I can't allow everyone to have access to me anymore. So much so I have had to shy away from people. I've had to cut some people off. I've had to change my telephone number and maybe the only way they can access me is maybe social media. I've even had to get rid of people like unfriend them on social media so that you don't have access to me. And it's not because you um, aren't genuinely a good person, but because the things that you still have going on your in your life can negatively affect me. Also, the things that you have going on in your life can end up like consuming me Because I want to help you as a friend, as someone I may call my sister or my brother or what have you. I don't want it to 
lock me into a place where I've already come from. Or I don't want to have to fight back through something that I've already conquered. And knowing that and knowing what I've dealt with in friendships and relationships and things of that nature, I have to be very careful about who I allow into my circle. I'm human. I'm not perfect. So I know that at some point in time in my life, I have brought negativity to someone and when I started to recognize and realize that I'll use you know my relationship or the marriage for um, an example I would call my really good good girlfriend that's like my sister from another mister and I would tell her oh my gosh I'm so mad because of a and b and c and then x y and z and I'm sick of it and I'm tired of dealing with it But then I would just continue to go on. And then here another situation will pop up. I'm tired of dealing with it. I'm over it. I'm sick of it. It's ridiculous. I can't do this anymore. Blah, blah, blah. But yet I'm still dealing with it. And when I took a step back, again, recognizing the real, I'm bringing toxicity to her house, to her ear gate. I'm bringing toxicity to around her children, around her marriage. I had to like step back. And she even said to me one time, look, sis, I love you, but I'm not going to keep sitting here listening to this. I'm not. So you either have to do something about your situation or you have to step back because what you're bringing me is negativity. And I don't want that. I love you, but I can't keep having this in my space, in my area, in my my world, because it's doing nothing to help me grow or be better. Ooh, when she said that to me, it it really it struck a chord. It did. I was like, well, the heck. But it was exactly what I needed, and I knew it was coming from a place of love and a space of her really wanting me to grow and be better. I read a quote or not a quote, but someone posted on Instagram, not too much longer after she said that. And it said, my last relationship didn't ruin me. I ruined me. I ruined me because I wasn't strong enough to stop accepting what I didn't want. Mm. Funny thing is, is I saw it again today. And it definitely served as a reminder to not go back to that place. That any situation that I get in to continue to go into it with my eyes open and not just say, oh, I don't want to let that person go because we have history. Or I don't want to let that person go because we have so many great things. I have to stay focused on what it is that I want for my life. And if it means letting you go, I let you go in love. But I also love myself enough to know that I got to move in a way in which is going to only be beneficial to me. And I won't say only beneficial, but it has to be beneficial to me right now. Because what is beneficial to me is then going to later be beneficial to others. I can't move any longer in a way that it's going to set me backwards. 
And those are the things that is going to be really important for you to think about as well. Not just the physical, but your emotional health, your your uh, spiritual health, your financial health, your physical health. Stress kills. I don't want stress on me. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was sharing with him that sometimes my heart rate goes up and I'm just standing still. And I get so lightheaded and dizzy. And it takes me a little while to get my heart rate to come down. But I do know what that is from. I have extra fluid around my heart. So sometimes my heart is working just a little harder to like pump through that extra fluid. And because of that, when my heart rate comes down, I get such high levels of gratefulness. Like, God, thank you so much for this not being something that caused me to have a heart attack in that moment or something else happening and also because of that it reminds me as well how fragile and precious my life is and that I always need to have positivity around me I need to keep my mind clear I need to keep my spirit in alignment I need to keep myself in alignment of the things that I'm manifesting and the things that I want to bring forth in my world the things that I want to have surrounding me again it's okay to be selfish in order to be self-full so that the things that you want to do for your family for yourself you want to see come to fruition can transpire you can see it it's tangible. I always speak from a place of self because I know my own situation. But I hope that everything that I speak about is giving you some food for thought that will be able to resonate with you so much so that it'll set you on a path of doing these things for self or sharing it with someone else. It's been a journey from 18 to 39 of all the ups and downs and the things that I've saw and I've been through the the abuse and relationships, whether it was verbal or physical, mental, emotional or spiritual. I've been through a lot things that I've never shared with anyone, things that I've shared with only one person. Things that I shared with my soon-to-be ex-husband that I thought, and I've mentioned him before, P is what I'm calling him, but things that I mentioned to him that I thought he would hear and not protect me from a situation that he couldn't change, but protect me in a different capacity going towards our future. I thought, it's okay. I had to recognize the real in that and as painful as it was to recognize that I had to let him go. I had to do what was best for me because again, I could no longer continue to ruin myself and then my actions not match my words of what I didn't want in my household, in my life, around my children. I didn't want it consuming my inner being. I also had to recognize at the same time that I was going through that, I was working for the post office here in Nashville. And I won't say anything negative, 
like detrimentally negative, but it wasn't the place for me. And it wasn't that it was a bad job. So let me restructure that. It wasn't that it was a bad job. It was the people and the policies that were set inside of the infrastructure of the post office that was like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm. this is going to tear my piece up. I got to a point where waking up to go into there, ugh. I was like, I don't want to go into there. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be around those people. They're negative. They're messy. They're gossiping. Supervisors having temper tantrums, carrying around negative attitudes, talking to you like you a child. I even had to tell one supervisor, look, just because I look like a kid doesn't make me a kid. And just because I laugh and I smile and I am full of energy doesn't mean that I'm going to let you talk to me crazy. So you might want to check yourself before we end up in a situation that's not going to be beneficial for either one of us. Now, I realized when I got to that space and that place that I was having to check people on how they talk to me and it was still bringing about a negative energy, I had to get out of there. I did. The checks were great, but it wasn't enough money in the world to keep me in that space. Moreover, I'm working all these hours that I'm the last to get paid. Uncle Sam got his hand in my check. Uh, Insurance get their money first. Everybody else getting their money first and I'm getting last and I have to survive off of whatever's left. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Now, I do still work a job, but when I realized that, I was like, okay, I got to start putting myself in a space that I get paid first and I pay my taxes on the back end and I pay everything else after me because I'm a bill. I need necessities. I have to eat. I have to survive. I have to live. I am a bill. And so recognizing and learning that lesson, I said, okay, I got to get out of this space to continue to grow in positivity and have positive energy around me, but also have to set myself up and set myself in such a great place that I can then not have to work a nine to five and that I can thrive in my businesses. Now, I'm not saying or trying to um, make a nine to five bad for anyone because everybody doesn't want to be in entrepreneurship and everybody doesn't want to be the boss or in a, you know, boss space where all of the responsibility and everything that comes down the pipe falls on them. But I do. And so I'm speaking for me. I'm speaking for a place and space that I want to be in and that is going to serve me well. I also understand that no matter whether I'm working a nine to five or I have a business, I'm going to deal with people, different attitude, different ethnicities, different backgrounds, different walks of life, etc. However, I can pick and choose the people again that I have around me. And I was recently like, writing down some questions 
when I start getting to the interviewing phases of my business, what questions would I want to ask outside of the typical, you know, questions that businesses ask? I want to know the person. I want to know what their thoughts are, not just these like generic questions that they ask to see if you're worthy of working for the company based on the judgment of somebody who's down on a totem pole and not sitting in the big office, like all of that. I want to do the interviewing myself so that I can ensure that the people that are working for the company not only believe in the vision and they trust the vision, but they also have the heart and the mind of being positive and being in a positive space and being able to communicate when they are in a negative space or that they need the time off to regroup and recalibrate themselves um, so that they can continue to move forward in such a positive way. All relationships to some point are important, whether it's seasonal or they're meant to go with you through the long haul of your journey. Um, I don't know if any of you as my listeners are Tyler Perry fans, but a lot of his plays definitely taught a very valuable lesson in regards to people that people are there for a season or a reason. He even used a tree to speak metaphorically in regards to people. So some people are like the leaves on a tree. They sway with the wind and they sway. If the wind blows too hard, they're going to disappear. Then some people are like branches. Some of them solid and some of them are twigs. They're going to break off the moment that something looks shaky or y'all have one disagreement or one falling out, they're gone. And then some people are like roots. They're going to help you keep, keep you grounded, but they're also going to be there to help you grow and to build you up. And you also have some strong branches that are going to hold tight to you and help you. They're going to be like the extensions of you to help you grow into being who you are. And they're going to help cultivate fruit and help cultivate a space that's going to be so powerful and, and bring about so many beautiful things to your life that those roots and those strong branches will stay with you forever. But you also got to remember too that strong branches, if lightning strikes and things get too difficult, they can fall off too. So it's just really important to be mindful again about the people, the things that not only you're listening to, but you're speaking out of your mouth, that you're ingesting into your body, that you're filling your mind with, your ear gate, your eye gate, your mental gate, your mouth gate, all of those things tie into such an intricate part of your being. It ties into such an intricate part of your life and the things that you are manifesting around you. You want to go in a space that not only is so positive and just live in that space that those are the things that you are attracting to you. 
Now, be reminded, there's always going to be someone out there that is jealous of the light, that's going to hate on the light, that's going to try to talk about you. But it's not about what they say. It's about what you answer to. Do you have the clap back to everything? Absolutely not. You know who you are and you know whose you are. So continue to move in your authenticity because at the end of the day, who you are and what you are is going to always shine through over top of the lies and the rumors and all of that stuff. It's going to always shine through. The one thing that I will urge in just that statement that I made is to always remember people are going to be people no matter what. People are going to be people. You know, somebody say, okay, I'll just use me, of course, for instance. In the last episode, I mentioned um, that I was having like a rough Um, a rough week or two, I took on a project that I 100% didn't commit to. And though I apologized for it, their experience with me can be shared with someone else. And they, that person is shared with can have a negative light on me until they either change their mindset to experience me for themselves or, you know, build a connection with me for themselves or they'll continue to do that and then they'll continue to spread that word it is my job because I broke that connection between me and that person um because I couldn't or I didn't not that I couldn't but I didn't fulfill my obligation in that particular situation it is my job to change that mindset in that trajectory now If I've done my part and they still want to hold me to that, that's on them. I won't allow someone to hold me hostage to something that I've already done my due diligence to change and apologize for, period. The other thing is, is that as you don't want people to hold you to that, you don't hold them to that. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to go back and be friends with them or being chummy chummy with them. You saw the real for who they are. You accepted them for who you are, but you make the conscious choice of you in your life of whether you want to deal with them or not. You just remember, don't hold them to their past, but you don't have to keep them with you to go into your future. And the same goes for you. You don't want people to hold you to your past, but you may not be destined to go with them in their future. The job may not be destined to be where you retire from the marriage may not be destined to last forever the children are going to grow up and you're going to forever be their parent but they're not destined to listen to you forever because they're going to have their own life experiences their own life choices their own life consequences that they're going to have to make and learn from and understand Life is really about recognizing the real in each situation. And again, your mental gate, your eye gate, your ear gate, your mouth gate, and your heart gate are intricate parts. What you feel on the inside is a tool to help you navigate through situation. Remember not to internalize the feelings because it's not who you are. 
And I've mentioned that before, but I think in this one, it also fits to repeat it again because recognizing the real will have you come in full circle in so many different instances. I even had a full circle moment last night. I went to a, wasn't necessarily a business event, but it was um, supporting black businesses, um, black people, black excellence, all of the things that tie into that, especially that were in Black History Month, tying all into that. And I saw one of the young ladies from um, the project that I was working on and we didn't speak. And I didn't like that feeling. And so that let me know that there's still some things that I have to work on and there's some things that I need to restructure in my life and I need to work on that wholeheartedly. And I'm not going to go back apologize again because I've already apologized once to both ladies. But now I have to apologize to myself and fix the situation. And that is still recognizing the real, the current situation that I'm in and how do I fix it and how do I move forward? How do I make that a better, like a better part of me? Um, And how do I, how do I make sure that the next time I get a project and life takes hold, how do I navigate through that without shortchanging my client? Because shortchanging my client definitely was not fair. Um, Unfortunately, the situation or the situations that I found myself in, in that moment, definitely overshadowed everything and so knowing that I am learning to compartmentalize things better or I saw how I can compartmentalize things better and get things right and make sure that I'm structuring my time accordingly for living for working for projects, for the business, podcasting, everything. That's a part of my life, learning how to do that better and and utilize my time better, recognizing the real. Every day is growth and every day I strive to be the better version of myself. Every day I strive to do what is necessary to show up and show out again as the person that I want people to see and respect. Don't be afraid to recognize where you are in life, where you are with your job, your relationship, your friendships, your companionships, your businesses, your children, with yourself. Don't be afraid to make the changes that is necessary because I promise you they are going to help you grow in such a positive way. Be willing to take the chance on yourself. Be willing to put trust and faith in yourself that wherever it is that you are trying to get to, that's in a positive forward movement, that you will get there. That you will absolutely get there. I'm so happy that I've had this time with you. I'm so thankful again for you staying tuned and 
coming in to listen uh, to another episode of Talking Toast. I am so excited to share with you that the first episode or first live connection on Clubhouse will be Friday, March 3rd at 8 p.m. And if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, which are live every Thursday at 8 p.m., please come into the Clubhouse session again Friday, March 3rd at 8 p.m. Central so we can talk about them. I want open minds, open hearts, no negativity at all because it's a safe space and a space for positivity. I value everyone's opinion and I ask that if you come and join, that you do the same. Even if you disagree, we can all agree to disagree in that situation. If you're not following me, make sure that you do. On Instagram, it is provoke change and it's also provoke change on Facebook and TikTok. You can also follow my personal page on Instagram at style the number two, Swank, S-W-A-N-K-L-L-C. I love to have you. I am multifaceted. I do so many different things. A stylist, an employee, an entrepreneur, aspiring um, public speaker, a podcast host, a fashion show developer. Like I have a lot of hats that I wear. And um, I'm also a mom. I am seen to be a divorcee, so I guess single, since he and I aren't together. But again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for allowing me to share in my life experiences with you and pour into you in the most positive way I know how. Let's continue to grow grow together and let's show up and show out as the person we want people to see and respect. Remember to recognize the real and that way you can grow in such a positive way. Until next time, this is your girl Chanel with Talk and Toast.